0: This week's message, given by Linda Diffley at the Succasone United Methodist Church, January 9, 2022. The message is, Sharing the Light and Hope, based on Isaiah 60, 1-6, and Matthew 2, 1-12. So will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and redeemer. Amen. For those of you here in the sanctuary, as well as those watching this service online, hopefully you can see that we still have up our Christmas tree, um, all of our decorations, and this gorgeous nativity set in front of me. I'm one of these people that loves walking into the sanctuary in early January, knowing that this is still gonna be here through the epiphany. Um, When I walk in the sanctuary, normally it does reset my soul, but at this time of year, probably a little bit more than normal, it's a major reset. It's the start of a new calendar year, but yet it's still part of Advent, and and today we get to celebrate that epiphany. I love the white lights on this tree, especially at night when all the other lights in here are dark. There's something almost magical about seeing those white lights through the darkness. It has a mysterious impact on deepening my faith during Christmas, as well as at this time of year, seeing the lights on the tree, knowing how the tradition started hundreds of years ago. Putting lights on a Christmas tree is a tradition that started in the 17th century in Germany where they actually put small lit candles on the tree. The candles were either pinned to the tree or they were held in place by wax. Um, I can't even imagine, but um, God loved the people that had the patience to do that. The lights were meant to let others know that you believed in sharing hope, and good in the world. The other thing we know that the early Germans did was to put a candle in each of their windows, similar to what we have here year round, shining out to the darkness to signify that they were Christians who welcomed anyone in their home to worship them. I think everyone's aware here the lights in our church stay on year round. The greens may come down, but the lights stay on for that very reason. The candles, the lights in the windows, they're all symbols of sharing the light of Jesus Christ. The glow of the light from the candles in particular was meant to share the birth of Christ. It's one of those things when you look at it and it's significant throughout the year. It's even more significant at this time of year when we're here to celebrate And we're here to sing the Christmas carols, we're here to sing the songs, and we're here to just celebrate what God means in our life. If we now think about today's scripture and what the first real light of Christmas was, it was that amazing great light that appeared with the appearance of the angels as they announced the birth of Jesus to the shepherds that were in the field. It was that same light later that led the wise men to find the Christ child after his birth. As we know, that first great light scared the shepherds until the angel reassured them of the good news of the birth of the Messiah. The shepherds became then very excited and they wanted to go to Bethlehem as the birth of the savior had been predicted many, many years earlier. After traveling and seeing the baby, they spread the word to others but also they gave thanks to God for bringing Christ to the earth. It was from this news that King Herod privately sent the wise men to follow the star and share their gifts with our newborn baby. But it was really sadly more to find out exactly who this Christ child was that was threatening to King Herod. When you think about that first great light that appeared to the shepherds, it's pretty significant to point out that the birth of Jesus started with the common man, not kings, not queens, not royalty of any form. It was intentional. When we celebrate the epiphany today with the three kings visiting the Christ child, as we know, the wise men became more of the latter recipients of that first bright light. God was so intentional in giving the good news first to those that might have needed it the most, the common people, the common people who were looking for hope. The dedicated and hardworking shepherds in the field, responsible for taking care of the sheep throughout the day, the night, in all the elements. He wanted the word of the birth of his son to be spread to those that were looking for hope and good news. Think about the fact that when the wise men were following the direction of the king, following the light of that star to the Christ child, they were dressed in their finest clothes, bringing rich gifts and very ornate boxes, a very ornate gift box, to meet what they believed was the new king. Imagine what they thought when the star takes them to basically a barn where you find the baby with his unwed mother, carpenter father staying next to shepherds and animals. In today's time, it might be like having the royal family take expensive gifts to a homeless shelter to bring gifts to a newborn child that's believed to be a prodigy, born to Aguen parents who have no other place to live. I think it's also indicative that many times when we go to look for something that many times you find the light of Christ already there. Whether it's the birth of a child, whether it's someone in need who is hanging on to their faith and looking for hope, the light of Christ a lot of times shows up with you. But the absolutely amazing part of this story is that those very humble surroundings and seeing this gift from God in human form absolutely changed the way the wise men felt once they got there and saw baby Jesus. As the scripture from Matthew states, the wise men gave their gifts, but then bowed down and worshipped to this child. And as predicted in the book of Isaiah, as we heard from the reading from the Old Testament this morning, chapter 60, verses five and six, these words, written more than 700 years before the birth of Christ. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you, the riches of the nations will come. And all from Sheba will come bearing gold and incense and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. Following the light brought the wise man to a life-altering change. For what they thought and they believed when they originally set on the journey and it's also shared in today's scripture from matthew the wise men then had a dream that told them not to return to king here directly but to follow a different path home it changed the Lord, the course of their life physically as well as emotionally and obviously spiritually here's another interesting view The shepherds that watch over the herds of sheep that were eventually to be used as religious sacrifices performed as God to forgive their sins will see their life change. The world as they knew it was going to completely change with the birth of Jesus in the world. As we know Jesus would eventually die for our sins but be resurrected and live a new life. There would be no need to kill an innocent animal to ask God for the forgiveness of sins. So now as you look around today at these lights on our tree in this sanctuary, I want you to think about how you share the light and tell your story of Christ to others, especially that might need hope and good news. As we know, sadly, there's darkness in many people's lives right now. With COVID between those that are sick, those that are in quarantine hoping not to get sick, and those staying isolated to avoid the illness. There are also many, many people working to heal those that are sick and trying to keep people protected and safe. We feel like this period of darkness after almost two years is never going to end. There's also sadly a darkness for families facing the death of a loved one or facing challenges with other life-threatening health issues. But our faith in God tells us that these periods of darkness don't last forever. God will lead us to a new and better place, just as he has in so many other dark periods of our lives, and also dark spots in our history throughout the world. God's calling each of us to provide the hope and the light for those that are in darkness and need to know what the future will bring that hope and those better days. Even in the darkest of days, light is always going to shine through. And even when this tree goes down and gets put away for another year, the physical lights may disappear, but we still need to keep that light growing, glowing as Christians. We need to be the lights that never get blown out or put away just because the Christmas season is ending. You're surrounded today here in the sanctuary by your church family or if you're at home, you're surrounded by your family and loved ones, other Christians who know this story and have the light of Christ with them. But it's when the service is over today that it's important for you to go and share the light with someone facing overwhelming darkness. You can share these scriptures, which tell the Christmas story of light, but sharing your own story is normally more powerful. And better yet, it's even more powerful to show your light to others with physical actions. This is one more strong reminder that putting our love into action is sharing the light and hope of Jesus Christ every time. Simple acts of kindness can show your light as a Christian. And any acts of kindness, of service, or anything to help another human being can speak volumes without ever saying a word If you're not sure how to show your light and tell your story, prayer is the best place to start. Pray for the light of Christ to glow for everyone, providing hope and good news to this community, this country, and throughout the world. Pray that the world will receive more acts of kindness, which provides hope for mankind. Pray that we can find those opportunities to share the light and hope of Christ with others that need it the most. Pray for the leaders in our churches, this nation and the world to provide the light that's needed to heal divisions and find peace. Follow the acts of the common shepherds to be excited about the birth of the Christ child and what that's brought for everyone and anyone who believes in him. Spread the light of sharing hope and keep it glowing throughout this entire year, not just today or this week. Be that reminder that light will always overcome darkness. I would like to close with a reading from Howard Thurman, who was a great theologian, educator, philosopher, and civil rights leader, whose books and works became inspirational readings for Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. The reading is called The Works of Christmas, which was written almost 50 years ago. It was published this year in our Christmas Eve bulletin, but it's worth repeating again today. When the songs of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes have gone home, when the shepherds are back with their flock, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among brothers, and to make music in the heart. Let us get to work and show the light of Jesus, giving hope and letting the true work of Christmas begin, even in January. Amen.